What is up, guys? It's your boys, Fick Boys. Back again with another episode right on time, right on schedule. Mm-hmm. As God intended. Absolutely not horrifically late. Never. Uh, we're back today to read uh, the... Uh, if you're not familiar with the show, we read fan fictions, we critique them, we um, we read, yes, we react uh, TM to the stories, and uh, you know we have a good laugh uh, together and stuff. So get drawn into the drama sometimes. Exactly. Get invested in the characters. Explore mm-hmm. our favorite fandoms. Speculate about the what the author's intentions were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but not last episode, but the episode before, or maybe even two ago. Nope, just the episode before. Okay. Um, we had read what the chapters that existed of a Animal Crossing murder mystery fan fiction, and, um, it was unfinished, but as of now, Sarah tells me that it is completely finished. Yes, which... Thank God I was on the edge of my seat once we started it that I hoping it wasn't going to become one of those where like it gets stuck at being incomplete. Yeah, like uh, Beethoven's The Last Symphony. No. Or was it him? Or was it, who was the famous one? Who Schubert. I guess Mozart never finished his either, huh? Mozart didn't finish the Requiem. Oh, yeah, they, yeah that's right. No, Schubert's the one I was thinking of. Well, I'm trying to be a classical music nerd. Uh, <laughs> failing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to read the rest of that one today. And then probably just call it there. Uh, however, how many more uh, chapters or parts did they make? Six. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot more than there was okay, before. Okay, we might not be able to read all of them. We'll then. find out. Some of them are a little shorter than some of the opening chapters, I think. But, um... Okay. Yeah. Well, for the current pacing, it seems like six might work out, actually. Yeah, we'll find out. Okay. Cool. So, uh, Greg, would you like to recap the events for the audience? Well, I don't remember the last thing that happened, but, um... Uh, Eunice gets killed, right? No. What was her name? Blazel. Blazel. Eunice was nearby. Yeah. Uh, there's a cop who works in this town. And a a cop dog, we should cop specify. Dog, yes. This is an Animal Crossing fan fiction. Uh, works in this town and he's bored of nothing ever happening. And then one day uh, Blazel gets killed. Eunice is nearby, um, says that she was like gardening or something. Looking for gardening inspiration is the way the police officer at the scene described it. So they find this liquid at the crime scene. They go and they try to find the guy who this mystery liquid is associated with because it comes back from the lab that it's like rose petals and mystery liquid well they don't say that but then they find out it's piss well yeah they find out the guy who is associated with this product is like a a black market um a guy who runs a black market and they haven't found him but they talk to the lady who lives in the house that he used to 
has her store or, in the same yeah. building that his market used to be run out of. Yeah. Right. And then, oh yeah, there was also a hole near the crime scene that was very indicative of the Rossetti brothers being there. <laughs> and uh, so they, they go <laughs> meet the Rossetti brothers and mm-hmm. then they like get knocked out and, yeah. Brought to their torture dungeon. Bond villain-esque. Yeah. And then, yeah, they, like, fight their way out of the dungeon. And by fight, they knocked out Don Resetti and then just, like, got lost in a maze for a little bit. Yeah. And is that where we are now? Yeah, they just gotten out and they're um, <clears throat> driving back to Leafington at the end of the previous chapter. Okay. Cool. It's yeah, a that, good place that, to pick it up. That pretty much covers it, I think. There is um Pascal the Otter was present in the very, very beginning. Yeah. Um Copper also talked to Tom Nook on his way to work the day of the murder. Um there's the Flurry, the ice cream shop owner that Wolfgang, the uh cop dog partner, went to and talked to, who Flurry was the one that suggested they go see the Rossettis. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so lots of animals, lots of murder. Actually, just one murder. Some violence, though, in the last segment. Yeah. Wolfgang is going a little too hard. The torture. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> now we're on chapter eight. Titled Tag, You're It. Copper was chained to his bed. His limbs were completely immobilized, and no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't blink. It was like someone was holding his eyes open. Dawn. The crazed mole stood at the foot of his bed with a pickaxe in hand. I'm sorry, I'm so, so sorry. Dawn lifted the pickaxe over his head. Copper went to scream, but nothing came out. Not even a muffle. This will only hurt for a moment, I promise. Don's pickaxe came down right between Copper's eyes. Copper could describe every detail in that moment. The shape of the pickaxe, like a finless dolphin. Okay. (laughs) Another whimsical way to describe something that's splitting your brain in half, but all right. (laughs) The kind of metal it was made out of. Definitely titanium. How the fuck do you know that? A finless titanium dolphin it was. Metallurgist hobby. All right. The smell of the metal, like a jar of quarters. The color of Don's eyes. Absent of color. It's not really a color. All right. The piece of lead is stuck between his teeth, right in his two front teeth. Where the fish-shaped tear of his overall was, on the upper left part of the right strap, that moment was the most scared Copper had ever been in his life. He opened his eyes. His heart was beating in triple time. His breath matched the pace of his heart, but his eyes were droopy, almost lifeless. Slivers of morning light were casted on his walls, his pale white walls. Pale white walls stained with red. Was this another nightmare? Copper rose into a sitting position and squinted at the streaks of red. Was that his blood? It couldn't be. He would be dead if he lost that much blood. Wasn't he supposed to be dead? Copper pinched himself to ensure that he wasn't dreaming. He wasn't. 
The sleep clouding his vision subsided, and he got a good look at the red streaks. It was writing. Be careful, dog, the walls read. I wonder if calling someone a dog has quite the same connotation when he is a, literally a dog. Yeah, it's like uh, just calling someone man. Be careful, man. Be careful, man. <laughs> that just sounds like a friendly warning, frankly. I mean, so does be careful, dog. Be careful, dog. <laughs> be careful, my dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Stay cautious, bud. Seems like, if anything, it would have a less insulting uh, connotation in this world, but um, I don't know. I suppose it depends on the social class of dogs. Yeah. Oh, true. I don't even want to think about animal species. <laughs> yeah. Prejudices. Could be a slur. Yeah. We talked about mutt possibly functioning as a slur for canine animals. Yeah, that's definitely believable. Anyway, <clears throat> Copper jumped out of bed, grabbed whatever solid object was near him, a TV remote in this case, and bolted to his front door. He wriggled the knob, and surely enough, it was locked. He checked every window in his home. Each and every one was locked. Was the culprit still in the house? Copper checked every nook and cranny of his home, and still nothing. Copper was mortified. Someone broke into his home, was in his room while he was sleeping, and graffitied his walls. Nothing was stolen. Nothing was broken. This was all just a mind game. A sick, twisted mind game. Copper grabbed his phone and called Booker? Copper hadn't even checked the clock, but it was around 6.30 in the morning. Booker wasn't usually up at that hour. But to his surprise, Booker picked up. Cop, is that you? Booker sounded like he just woke up. Booker? Booker! Connor, Copper panicked. Booker, I'm so scared. Help me. What? 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 Booker's tone was equally as panicked. Someone broke into my house. What? Copper struggled to steady his breathing. Booker, I don't know what to do. Copper. Booker calmed his voice. Call the station. No, Copper shouted. What are they going to do? Send me to play more detective? This is insane, Booker. I just want to go back to watching the town gate and doing my laps around town. Is that too much to ask? Is it? Booker took a deep breath. Cobber, there's nothing I can do to help that. I wish I could. I really do. But right now, you need to solve this break-in issue. You could be in real danger. I was in danger, Booker! The fire in Copper's voice roared. I was drugged, chained up, and almost pickaxed to death! Booker was lost for words. Well... What? Was this the Rossetti incident that happened last night? The anger in Copper's voice turned to sorrow when he had to relive that night. Immobilized, helpless, unable to fend for himself, at the disposal of a crazed killer, stuck in a web of mystery, twists, and danger. Yes, Booker, yes, this was about last night. Booker was going to press Copper for more answers, but now wasn't the time. Is there anyone you can call, Copper? A close friend? Anyone? Do you not count, Booker? <laughs> I guess someone nearby that can physically be there is what he's going for. <laughs> can you call someone who's like your actual fucking friend, dude? Why are you calling me? <laughs> Wait, he said... "Is Are you referring to the Rossetti incident from last night? Mm-hmm. Did, okay, so this didn't happen. What? 
he he was in a dream or something. The stuff on his walls is real, but that opening thing about like getting the pickaxe in his eyes was not. Okay, that was a, a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. But the thing he's referring to is this about the Rossetti thing. What is what is he referring to? The when Copper was taken hostage. So that happened. Yeah, that happened. Oh, okay. He was having a, a nightmare about it just now, but them getting kidnapped and having to bust out of the Rossetti lair did actually happen. So they got kidnapped and had to fight their way out of an evil man's lair. Mm-hmm. And this guy says, "Is this about that? You know, is is this about that thing with the Rossettis? Like, are you still upset about that?" Yeah, of course it's about that, you idiot. No, it's about, you know, I burned my toast earlier this morning. Obviously, it's about how we were almost killed with pickaxes in the lair of an evil genius. Well, to be fair, I don't know how public the details of that incident are. Oh, yeah. I mean, it literally just happened. Wait, the other guy wasn't there? Booker, no. Booker wasn't? Who was there? Wasn't it two guys? Wolfgang. Wolfgang is his partner, yeah. and Booker is his old friend who yeah. lives in the other town. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so it it would make sense that Booker, who is, I think, still a cop, but in a different area, like might know that it happened, but not the details, you know? Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. Okay. Anyway. I'm down with it. Yeah, right. Booker asking, is is there anyone you can call Copper, close friend, anyone? Right. <laughs> Wolfgang. Copper quietly sobbed. Well, Wolfgang is good to me. Copper, you need to call him. I'm, I'm sure he can help you. Copper nodded as if Booker could see him. I will. Thank you for talking to me, Book. I just needed to hear your voice. Usually I can keep it under control, but everything just keeps building and building. You don't owe me an explanation, cop. If you're feeling stressed, down, or even happy, you you can talk to me. Copper finally caught his breath. Thank you, Booker. I'll call Wolfgang. Sorry to disturb you. You're not disturbing me, cop. I was just getting up anyway. Remember, if you ever need to talk, I'm here. Okay, Copper chuckled softly. I'll talk to you later. Copper hung up and felt calmer. He was still rattled because someone broke into his place of zen, but he felt like a huge weight moved off his chest. He had to solve this issue now, and with the help of his new partner, Wolfgang. Wolfgang immediately picked up when Copper called. Copper, you good? Uh, yeah, Copper hesitated. I'm good. Well, not really, no, I'm not good. (laughs) Fair. Well, that makes two of us, Wolfgang said with a laugh. I couldn't sleep last night. That whole thing shook me up. Who are you telling? Copper wanted to say. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, someone broke into my house last night, and I need you to come over. (laughs) All right. Rather blunt. (laughs) There was a brief silence on Wolfgang's end. I'm on my way. Fifteen minutes flew by, and Wolfgang was at the door, dressed in uniform. Yo, Copper! Wolfgang didn't bother knocking or ringing the doorbell. You in here? You still alive, buddy? Copper answered the door and practically snatched Wolfgang into his home. Did anyone see you? Uh, no. Did anyone hear you? 
Uh, I don't think so. Also, you're choking me. Could you let go of my collar? <laughs> I think the collar of his shirt, right? <laughs> a little weird. <laughs> That's pretty good. Dog. Yeah. Copper didn't even realize he was holding on to Wolfgang so tightly. Uh, my apologies. Uh, please follow me. Copper led Wolfgang to his bedroom. Where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> and the wolf's jaw dropped when he... Oh, right, because the graffiti's in the bedroom. Okay. <laughs> dropped when he read the walls. Holy. Wolfgang couldn't even finish the thought. This is the killer. I, I know it is. This is Don's doing. No. Red. Or even Sonny. Copper didn't reply, though. Maybe it was them. Maybe it was neither of them. Maybe this was a stunt from a villager, or just some kind of pointless threat, but the doors were locked, so were the windows, Red has never even met Copper, and the Resetti bros were long gone, presumably. I gotta report this to the station, Copper. Please don't, Wolfgang. Well, why? Because this will only cause more issues. Wolfgang looked dumbfounded. Dude, we're on a murder case. The killer got away, and now someone tagged your bedroom. Issues are going to come up. I never even wanted to be in charge of this stupid case. Copper barked. <laughs> Those are good. Those are little references. To them being animals? Yeah. Wolfgang was a little shocked by that statement. He was used to Copper doing the right thing because they had to. Well, I didn't either, to be honest. That conversation ended with a mutual understanding of sorts. The next step was to find the culprit of the bedroom graffiti. I, I do gotta let the station know about this, though, Wolfgang said. <laughs> Copper was gonna argue, but he understood. I know. I'll talk to Chief and see if he can get some time off, too. If you want, you can spend the day at my house. I appreciate the offer, Wolfgang, but no thank you. Wolfgang shrugged. Suit yourself. I'm already late, but I'll talk to Chief and get you a couple recovery days, okay? Copper nodded. Thank you again. Wolfgang winked and gave Copper a pat on the back. Then he was on his way. Nice. Good of him. <laughs> Dang. It's getting spicy. Yeah, alright. Ready for the next chapter? Absolutely. Wolfgang stepped into the station and was immediately greeted with cheering, clapping, whistling, howling officers. Wolfgang was severely confused. Can someone explain what in the world is going on? Chops pushed through the crowd and tackle-hugged Wolfgang. You took on the very first murder in Leafington, that's what! Your act of bravery has been noticed by the chief! Wolfgang was still a bit confused and uncomfortable from Chops' long hug. <laughs> He understood why they were celebrating to a degree, but he didn't feel like he accomplished anything. That's... nice. Chops finally released Wolfgang. Where's Copper? I bet he'd love to hear what the Chief has planned for you guys. Actually, Wolfgang elongated, he's not coming. Gasps flew all around the precinct. Copper has never missed a day of work, one voice said. Is he sick? Copper never gets sick, said another. Chops looked the most shocked of all. Are we talking about the same copper? The copper that came to work with a gas mask when he had the flu? 
The copper that comes into work at the same time on the dot every single day, the same copper that's so responsible and dependable that even the chief himself trusts him? Yes, it pained Wolfgang to say it. All of those things about copper were true. Someone broke into his house last night. Another round of gasps went around the room. Uh, that, that means... Chop stuttered. The killer is still here? In this town? Wolfgang shook his head. We don't know. All that matters is we find who did this. I want to talk to Chief and see if he'll give Copper some time off. He needs it. And sure as hell deserves it. Of course, of course, Chop said. I'll talk to the Chief. You should probably do a little more detective work since clearly that's your strong spot. Wolfgang shrugged and hoped no nobody heard his silent sigh. I guess I'll check on him throughout the day, too. Let me go do this detective work, then. <laughs> what did they even uncover? Wolfgang just went to get fucking ice cream and then got led to the killer's den. <laughs> Hell of a detective, dude. Um... Yeah, well, Copper went to town, uh, interviewed a subject, and then bought makeup from her. And then ate ice cream, and then almost died. How did they get led to the Rossettis again? The uh, owner of the ice cream shop suggested that the Rossettis know everything. Oh, yeah. She was just like, oh, yeah, those guys are townies. Yeah, they know everything. Go talk to them. They've been here forever. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he found the killer, right? Mm -hmm. But also, he almost got killed. Well, we don't know if he found the killer or not. He found a guy who almost killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfgang was off on his next solo mission. It felt weird, though. Knowing that he was completely alone on this one was unsettling. What if he stumbled upon some evil cult or something? He'd be alone. Just him. Yeah, some evil cult or something. River demon, whatever. Murderous groundhogs. <laughs> well that's yeah <laughs> pickaxe murderer moles mm -hmm. wolfgang shook off the absurd thoughts he had to figure out what to do and where to start on this one the rossetti brothers were gone could they have come back maybe red was still missing in action could he be hiding under their noses a possibility could this be a new face entirely it's on the table Wolfgang had to think like a criminal if he were to catch one. If he were to break into someone's house, he'd never repeat the same crime in the same place, ever. But that would be if he stole something. This person didn't steal anything. Wolfgang had to think like this criminal. This mystery animal wrote out a threat to Copper. That meant that, whoever it was, they were watching Copper. Wolfgang's mind went back to the Rossetti Bros. They have an entire surveillance center. Even though they left the city, there could be a possibility that they have some kind of mobile tracking device. Copper and Wolfgang were also unconscious for a long period of time. The pieces were lining up, but there were still a few unanswered questions with this theory. Wolfgang couldn't think about this too hard or too long. He had to take some sort of action now. Maybe set up cameras at Copper's house? Yeah. If the culprit came back, they'd be on camera. Perfect. They're gonna break into your house, Wolfgang. Yeah, why makes you think you're not yet next, bruh? Yeah. Wolfgang took a trip to the shopping district to hit up the Nookling store. Inside, he saw the young twins along with Tom Nook himself. One of the twins looked past Nook to see Wolfgang. Welcome to our shop, 
shop. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it out with a little extra thing. Cute. That's funny. Tom Nook then turned around. Oh, hello there, he greeted with open arms. You look a bit familiar. More familiar than usual. Wolf King blushed at the recognition. Yeah, I'm one of the cops from last night's incident. Oh, yes, yes, Tom Nook exclaimed. You must have been scared out of your mind. Wolf King rolled his eyes. It was no big deal. I got a hearty chuckle out of Tom Nook. Good to know Leafington is home to such brave authority figures. I know I don't technically run this shop, but how can I help you? I'm looking for security cameras, Wolf King said. Tom Nook stroked his chin hairs. Does he, <laughs> ew, does he have chin hairs? Does he have a Beach chin? Fuzz. Does he have a chin? Not really. It's kind of round. Weird. Do we have any security cameras in back, Tommy? The twin that greeted Wolfgang nodded. Yes, we do. There's a whole case of them. <laughs> I'll take four, Wolfgang said. God, they do it after every fucking sentence. This is going to be so tiring. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, up, the mini nook disappeared deep within the store and then returned with four boxes. That'll be 7,200 bells. Bells. Wolfgang pulled out his card, but Tom Nook took it instead. I'll ring it out for you. By the way, if you pay an extra 500 bells, I'll even set the cameras up for you. Wolfgang went back and forth in his head about the offer. Uh, I'll take it. Wolf, uh, Tom Nook was very happy. All right, if you're free now, we can set up after I ring these up. Wolfgang nodded. That would be perfect. The wolf and the tanuki walked from the shopping district to Copper's house. Tom Nook was very confused when he saw Wolfgang stop there. This is Copper's house? Nook said, puzzled. Oh, yeah. Wolfgang gave his head a little slap. Oh, he thinks they're for Wolfgang. Not, okay, okay. These are for coppers. Someone broke into his home last night. (laughs) The fuck is this police work? (laughs) Nice one, Wolfgang. I guess it's fine. I mean, Tom Nook is like the... He's like the fucking oligarch. I suppose he... I suppose bringing him to someone else's house? No, that's not okay. What do you mean? He's just... He's like the camera um, installer man at this point. Yeah, I guess. The fact that Wolfgang's buying cameras to install in someone else's house is probably not great. It's not super cool. What, for Copper's house? Yeah. Why not? The fact that Wolfgang bought cameras and is having them installed by someone else in Copper's house. Very strange. I don't think that's that strange. I mean, maybe he should have asked Copper about it first, but... Yeah, maybe. What? He's just trying to look out for his friend. Yeah, I mean, I understand the intentions are good, but that's just just a very strange thing to do. And trying to do some police work. He's trying to catch the criminal. Yeah, I guess. Anyway... Um, Tom Nook gasped. Oh no, this town just keeps getting worse and worse. Tell me about it. Wolfgang agreed. It's all your fault, Nook. This is your fucking town. I know, right? Whose town is this, Nook? 
Such a shame. This town used to be so beautiful. But you know what they say, officer. Beauty fades over time. Wolfgang didn't know how to respond to that. Um, sure. <laughs> Wolfgang knocked on the door and Copper stepped out. He was holding a steel bat. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Wolfgang? Oh, he almost got whacked. Wolfgang's eyes didn't leave the weapon. Uh, anywho, I brought you some security cameras for your house. The Nook man offered to set them up. Copper looked over Wolfgang's shoulder to see Tom Nook. Oh, Wolfgang, you shouldn't have. What are you doing? A female voice shrieked from afar. Copper, Wolfgang, and Tom Nook all ran towards the noise to see what it was. It was Eunice being apprehended. Whoa. Oh, shit. Let me go, I did nothing! What's going on? Copper yelled. Not as loud as Eunice. (laughs) (laughs) A white chicken with a red comb and orange beak was the one arresting Eunice. Officer Goose. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that there was a chicken named Goose. (laughs) Dumb. Oh, hey, Copper. We've narrowed down the possible suspects to two animals, and Eunice just happens to be one of them. But I didn't do anything, I swear. Tell them, Copper, I'm innocent. The look in Eunice's eyes was similar to the look in Copper's eyes when he saw Don grab that pickaxe. She's... Copper hesitated. He didn't know for sure if Eunice did it or not, and his thoughts were still all over the place. I think she's innocent. Really? Goose said sarcastically. You don't sound so sure about that. Copper looked into the sheep's horrified eyes. I think she's innocent, he said more firmly, but the aftertaste of doubt lingered in his statement. Well, we have to be sure, Goose said. There's only two animals in this town who could have done it. You mean to tell me that Miss Pink Roses, a.k.a. the Pink Poisoner, just happened to stumble upon a dead body at damn near the crack of dawn? Copper looked into Eunice's eyes one last time. She's innocent. All was still in that moment, but it didn't matter. Goose finished cuffing Eunice. <laughs> All right. Good. We got to go. how that works. Yeah. I don't think she did it. Oh, all right. You're free to go. Bro, you... Okay, whatever. We'll find out at court. Let me take her to the, to the fucking jail, dude. Stop. Just let me take her to jail. No, you don't understand. I said I didn't think... I thought that she didn't do it. I mean, that's cool, dude. If you're on the jury, I guess your opinion matters. But until then, just fucking can it. (laughs) Copper, Wolfgang, and Nook walked helplessly as Goose walked Eunice to the police station. It was agonizing to watch. Each of them knew that Eunice had nothing to do with any wrongdoing. He never said who the second animal was, did he? Hmm? He said there was only two animals that could have been. Yeah. He never said who the second one was. You're right, he didn't. I was fully expecting him to say, what, you think Tom Nook did it? He's the only other one who's not accounted for or something like that. (laughs) I think they're (laughs) saving (laughs) that payoff. Maybe. Good on him. Um, That was surely a sad scene to watch, Tom Nook stated. Wow, sound real remorseful, Nook. Maybe it's the otter. Maybe. But I need to get these cameras set up. I have business to attend to later. The three of them awkwardly and quietly walked back to Copper's house. 
Copper and Wolfgang went inside while Tom Nook stayed outside to set up the first camera. Copper flopped on his couch and buried his head into his hands. What's going on, Wolfgang? Everything feels like chaos. Wolfgang gave Copper a friendly pat on the shoulder. I know, Copper. I know. Eunice is the sweetest soul in this town. She would never hurt anyone. I know, was all Wolfgang could think to say. We'll get to the bottom of all this soon enough. Will we? Wolfgang's ears flattened, just trying to be positive. Tom Nook knocked on the door, but walked into the house anyway. One camera set up and ready to go. That was quick, Wolfgang said. It's quite an easy process, Tom Nook replied. Once you've been doing this as long as I have, it becomes second nature. I'll go set up the camera out back, okay? Copper nodded wordlessly. The Tanuki went back to work, leaving the canines alone again. Chief has something planned for us, apparently, Wolfgang said. Copper shrugged. Who cares? <laughs> Damn Copper. All right. Wolfgang Poor was guy. all out of conversation to give. I'm going to go check on the Nook man. Wolfgang went out the back door and saw Tom Nook setting up a camera in the bushes. Yo, Mr. Nook. Tom Nook's head whipped around. Huh? Oh, hello there, officer. You startled me. Sorry about that. Needed any help with anything? Nook shook his head. No, but I appreciate the concern. No, all right then. Wolfgang went back in the house and sat down beside Copper. All he could think to do now was browse his phone. News article after news article, post after post, Leafington was being talked about all over. Leafington? More like trash. <laughs> Leafington has never been safe. I've known for years that that town was dangerous. Breaking news. Is K.K. Slider the Leafington killer's cousin's best friend's uncle? Is it just me, or is Don Rossetti kind of hot? Like, I know he's a killer, but damn, he could get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. He's fucking gods, dude. It's like that, uh, is that a reference to that Ted Bundy thing from last year? Must be, yeah. That's good. Topical. Tom Nook returned moments later. We're all set up, gentlemen. Great, Wolfgang chimed. Thank you very much for the help. Thank you for shopping at my family business. Oh, and before I forget, I have to send you the Nook surveillance app, Copper. You have a surveillance app? Wolfgang questioned. <laughs> yes, yes. All you have to do is pull out your phone and I can send it to you remotely. Tom Nook tapped through a few screens on his phone. Isn't technology just wonderful? Copper pulled out his phone and instantly his phone notified him of a new app. Whoa. Whoa, indeed, Nook sang. Just confirm everything in the app will download. Follow the instructions in the app and everything should be working. If you have any questions or troubles, feel free to contact me. Now, I must run. I have business to attend to. Farewell, my friends. Actually, uh, I'm gonna go too, Wolfgang said. What Nook said, if you need anything, just shoot me a text, okay? Copper nodded. I will. Nook and Wolfgang left. It was just Copper and his phone. He opened the app and was shown four different views. The front of his house, the back of his house, and each side of his house. You don't say. And now we wait, Copper said. Now we wait. What about the bushes? 
Hmm. <laughs> well, it's in the bushes. It could be in the bushes pointed at his house, just so no one, like, you can't yeah. obviously see the camera. That's true. Another day rolled by, partnered with another sleepless night. Every hour that passed through the night, Copper opened the surveillance app. If he heard a creak, he was looking at the app. If he saw a shadow, he was looking at the app. If he heard any kind of noise outside, he was looking at the app. Poor Copper. Yeah, poor guy. Some of the the events in this story are kind of cheesy, but I really appreciate the depiction of like a traumatized, overworked, sleep-deprived guy. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to get that serious in an Animal Crossing thick but yeah it's good the sun was peeking over the horizon and it would be time for him to get up and go to work but thankfully copper was granted time off that meant he could enjoy losing his sanity in the safety of his own home great copper vigorously reviewed the footage caught by the cameras fast forwarded through each and every frame of all of the cameras but he found nothing Copper threw his phone across his bedroom in a fit of rage. Damn, dude. He was getting nowhere. He just wanted to know who the hell broke into his house. And who was he be wearing? <laughs> yeah, how would you say that? Being where of? <laughs> they say beware? Like what? Uh, well, it would be being aware. Who was he being where? Who is... Oh... Yeah, who is he be wearing? Huh. <laughs> I don't know what. Being wary of. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Be wearing is probably not it, but I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, because we definitely use beware as a verb. Mm-hmm. But saying be wearing doesn't sound right. Being wary of, I think, is. Being where. Being where. Yeah. The Rossettis were gone. Red was gone. Eunice would never. What was going on? Copper needed to clear his head, desperately. He pulled on a pair of red sweatpants, threw on a white tee, and went for a walk. Being surrounded by the trees once again, he thought of his old friend Booker. Memory of Memories of his past began to soothe his frantic psyche. Oh. Then he saw the flower clock. Oh, no. The flower clock. Same thing that catapulted this entire stupid situation. Some dead squirrel girl. Purple? Periwinkle? Plum poison? Whatever. Hole in the ground. Roses. Gash in her arm. Stupid. Stupid! Tell him, man. A familiar and frankly unwanted Whoa. voice said from behind. He's back. In the middle of the woods. <laughs> Sneaking up on him. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Copper turned around. Pascal. Pascal was there. Hello, Pascal. What's <laughs> up, man? Long time no see. Become a superstar since I last saw you, dude. Copper had been getting better with understanding more casual speech since being partnered with Wolfgang, but Pascal, everything that came out of his mouth sounded like a riddle. A superstar? Oh, come on, you don't know what a superstar is, Copper? What the fuck? <laughs> Pascal began to laugh to Copper's confusion. 
Man, you're always so funny, police dog. You're a fucking idiot, man. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass policeman. <laughs> oh my god. They made Chops a police officer. Chops is a pig. <laughs> nice. Shit, I just I just realized that. Dog and a pig. <laughs> yeah, damn. Nice. <laughs> Fuck. Uh Copper didn't know what to say after that. Uh, thank you? <laughs> no problem, police dog. Maybe you should be a stand-up comedian. I would totally come to watch your shows, man. Thanks? Copper said yet again. Did my god-tier advice help you catch that nasty evildoer the other day? Copper took a moment to analyze what Pascal was actually saying. He'd never heard someone say... God tier before, but he knew what an evildoer was. God, I hope so. And Pascal sounded like he was asking a question about his own advice. Are you talking about the Rossetti bros? Yeah, them, Pascal exclaimed. Those guys. You know, I think I actually saw them the night before the murder. Copper's attention was snatched right up by that statement. Damn. You saw them? Pascal nodded. Yeah, man, for sure. I was just doing my midnight swim, you know. Then pop! One of them came right out of the ground. I was like, man, I must have eaten too many brownies. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Copper was back in detective mode. What else did you see? Pascal shrugged. Nothing else, man. It's just swimming, doing my thing, police dog. Copper couldn't blame him. How is he supposed to know he witnessed the prerequisite of a murder? Uh, thanks for the information, Pascal. No problem, man. Now I'm gonna go down, police dog. It's time for my 7.38 a.m. swim. You know how it is, right, man? Actually, I do, Copper replied. I used to go jogging every morning around this time. I knew you'd get it, police dog. Pascal turned and started walking toward the nearby river, but before he got too far, he turned and said one last thing to Copper. Remember, police dog, don't just think outside the box. Think with someone else's box, okay? <laughs> See you around, police dog. This time, some of that actually made sense to Copper. <laughs> okay, think outside the box. The box is my head. Boxes hold things. Your head holds a brain, which holds your thoughts. If you think outside the box, you think how you wouldn't think. And if I think with someone else's, then I'm thinking from their point of view. I got it. All right, Copper. Sharp, Good one. Sharp guy here. Mm. Considering he hasn't, he hasn't slept in like a fucking month. <laughs> all right. Yeah, um, we can give him a break there. Man. Copper had some rethinking to do. He ran all the way back to his house but stopped in his front yard. His front door was open. Wide open. Uh-oh. Copper went to check the cameras, but then he remembered. He threw his phone. <laughs> that meant he had to go in. He grabbed a thick tree branch from the ground, then creeped in silently. He looked around his living room. Everything was in place, even his color-organized decorative bead bowl sitting on his coffee table. <laughs> All right. He's a crafter, huh? It was as if no one came in, 
just like that night. Copper went to his bedroom next. The door was wide open like the front door. Now that was a sign that someone was in here. He took a deep breath, counted to three, then kicked the door in as hard as he could. On the other side, a frightened, defenseless Wolfgang. Copper lowered his weapon. Wolfgang, what are you doing in my house? Wolfgang still looked like a deer in headlights. Uh, I was worried you weren't picking up. Aw. Copper uh-huh. sighed, then picked his phone up from the floor. I went on a walk and forgot my phone. It's a good uh, thing I didn't bring my fucking piece. Yeah, I know, be right? dead. Good thing I'm not one of those bad apple cops. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, Wolfgang said, finally able to take a breather. Now that I survived another whacking, anything happened last night? Gross. <laughs> Copper shook his head. Unfortunately, or fortunately, no. But I ran into someone on my walk who enlightened me? Wolfgang's ears perked up. Oh? Copper opened a new note page on his phone. I want to go over everything. Everything we know from the beginning to now. Wolfgang was a tad confused. Okay. Copper sat at the edge of his bed and patted the spot beside him, signaling Wolfgang to sit next to him. <laughs> nice. First things first, Blazel. The victim was found at the flower clock by Eunice, who was looking for gardening inspiration. She had a gash in her arm that was filled with poison and a pink substance on the ground near her. There's also a hole in the ground not too far from the body. The time was 7.30 in the morning. Wolfgang hummed and nodded. Yeah, yeah, nothing new. Copper continued. The pink substance was also sold by Crazy Red, who was arrested seven years ago for running a black market in Animal City. He took the pink substance off of the display before his arrest, according to his old worker Aziz the firefighter. I didn't know that, Wolfgang said. You didn't fucking share anything? Bruh. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, not again, top tier police work here. Woof, good thing there's not any crime in Leafington, my god. <laughs> Maybe there is tons of crime, just no one ever knows it happens because the policemen don't do anything. Yeah, completely incompetent. (laughs) Red cleared his throat and went back to typing. Red had a grudge against Nook. They used to be business partners and had high hopes of starting up their own town. After falling out, Nook went back to his hometown while Red ran the black market. After Red's arrest, he got away and hasn't been caught. Mm Mm-hmm. Next to the Rossettis, Wolfgang added. Copper nodded. The Rossettis, two brothers, Sonny and Don, ran a town surveillance center in Animal City before escaping arrest. They worked with both Nook and Red, who had plans of starting a town. They fell out, and those apparent and apparently those plans came to a halt. Don admitted to killing Blazel, but also admitted there was someone who made him do it. Wolfgang gasped. I almost forgot. How could you fucking forget that, Wolfgang? <laughs> God, these guys are bad detectives. Holy fuck. It's kind of a crucial aspect of the case. Yeah, what is the chief of police doing throwing them a party for being good detectives? <laughs> These guys suck. Yeah, what's everyone else in the force like? One of them is Chops the Pig that faints when someone is murdered, so I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel like Goose is the only competent police officer we've seen so far. It's like, okay, Copper, that's cool if you think that she's innocent, but I, there's a warrant. I gotta take her in, bruh. So true. Uh, 
And for confirmation, Pascal said that he saw one of the brothers the night before the murder. What? Wolfgang shouted. When did he say that? Copper chuckled. On my walk. Now, let's analyze every piece of evidence. Well, now we know for sure that Don's the killer, Wolfgang started. But we have no idea who the big bad is, Copper finished. Well, clearly it was Red, Wolfgang said. Copper shook his head. I don't think so anymore, Wolfgang. Red wouldn't have broken into my house. Red couldn't have broken into my house. He doesn't know where I live. I mean, he could find out, Copper, but okay, sure. That part's not too hard. Wolfgang's face lit up. But the Rossetti bros, they were on a surveillance center, and they were in town the night before the murder. Wolfgang gasped from his realization. The hole near the flower clock. It was them. It has to be. I mean, we figured that whole out episode one, bruh. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they're in a world where there's just like mole animals just chilling, I guess that's not such a weird thing for there to be a hole in the ground. Yeah. I mean, they're the only, like some of the only moles that we know about, but I bet in the Animal Crossing universe there's like plenty of moles. Well, also the whole thing with them getting kidnapped and them being like, he's too powerful. Like referencing a, a bigger boss. Mm-hmm. Did we just forget that that all happened? or That's what they're trying to figure out now. Who's the big boss? Not credible? or Who's the big guy? But they just said, oh, it was the Rossettis. That killed them, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Copper nodded in agreement. Yes, I think so too. Maybe it was them who broke into your house, Wolfgang suggested. But Copper didn't accept that answer. Don was ready to kill us that day, Wolfgang. I don't think he would have hesitated to kill me in my sleep. One thing about this whole situation has been bothering me. Wolfgang was laser-focused on Copper. And that is? Nothing in my house was touched. The doors and windows were even locked when I woke up. Wolfgang had to take a second to process that. That is strange. Copper was really thinking now... Thinking was someone else's box. Ugh. <laughs> Such a weird thing to say. Thinking about someone else's box. Gross. <laughs> I'm always thinking about other people's boxes, man. <laughs> Whoever this was, they knew where I lived. They were able to get into my house without breaking anything or leaving the door unlocked. They left a threat, so they obviously didn't want me to see them. And all this happened in the span of a single night after the Rossetti incident. Wolfgang's mind was blown. Shouldn't be. Guys are terrible detectives. <laughs> That's, wow. There's only one person who's come up time and time again throughout this entire investigation. He has ties to this town, he has ties to Red, he has ties to the Rossettis, and he has ties to me. Wolfgang knew exactly who he was talking about now. Tom Nook. Oh. Oh, no, no, it can't be him. Copper nodded with a million-dollar smile on his face. Oh, yes, the culprit is... Kicks the skunk. (laughs) 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 The bewilderment on Wolfgang's face disintegrated. What? No, it's not. It's top... Copper forced his hand over Wolfgang's mouth. It's kicks the skunk. Copper turned over his phone to show Wolfgang the back. Uh, Nook Inc., the logo displayed. 
He turned the phone back over and pointed to the Nook Inc. surveillance app. That's good. The bewilderment returned to Wolfgang's face. Copper buried the phone under his bedsheets. Now, look, Copper whispered. We're going to destroy every camera around my house. Then we're charging straight for Nook. We're not telling the station. They'll probably arrest a streetlight for looking suspicious. Okay. <laughs> Wolfgang snickered. I like this new Copper. I got it. Wolfgang powered off his phone, then discarded it inside his drawer. Today, we're ending all of this. Oh, shit. They're gonna go fucking... Like fucking Columbine shooters or something. Yeah, they're just gonna go <laughs> do a hit on Nook. <laughs> just gonna swing by, like, do a drive-by of Nook's cranny. <laughs> we're gonna end this once and for all. One last job. <laughs> One last heist. Was that the end of the chapter? Yeah. All right. We should probably call it for now. Okay, cool. Then we'll have three chapters. Uh... So that was three that we just read? Yeah, Okay, perfect. that's perfect then. Mm-hmm. Half and half. And it's a good spot to stop. Yeah, it is. That's a great spot to stop. Mm-hmm. Jeez. The last one I thought was a pretty good spot to stop too. Yeah. Well, I I loved that. I thought it was great. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, the... Uh... I don't know. You could just really clearly envision everything. You sort of get a feel for Copper and uh, the other guy. What's his name? Wolfgang. Wolfgang. You know, I keep forgetting his name. I don't know why. SMH. Yeah, SMH it's, my head. Their development's really good. And the Tom Nook thing about being really happy but being a little sneaky mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah, this is great, man. This is one of the best ones we've ever read for sure. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so stoked. I, I again, um, I, I'm pretty sure I said this about some other one too. I don't remember which one it was, but I can't, uh, imagine the animals like as animals. I imagine them as people. Oh, it was for the Zelda one where you're imagining like a cell shaded link, but everything else is real. (laughs) Yeah. 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 This is kind of like the reverse, but everything's normal. Like I imagine... A man with a fox head. Oh God! Yeah, but That's for some reason it's not weird in my worlds. head. I don't know. It's kind of strange, but I just imagine this all like it's like an Animal Crossing machinima to me. Huh. All right, <laughs> that sounds better than what I'm envisioning. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I just think that's funny. My brain has a hard time dealing with this with these like. Yeah, apparently. Setups, I guess. I don't know. They're all furries. <laughs> They're all personas in this one. Um, all right. Well, uh, do you have any more um, thoughts about it? No, I just said uh, I'm proud of you for um, suspecting Tom Nook at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, well, you're such a good detective. Way better than these chumps. Yeah. The uh, the otter is very strange. I, I don't know if there's going to be a payoff to the otter or what, or if it was just supposed to be like inspired by one of the author's favorite. Like, um, He reminds me a lot of... Uh, I don't remember the character's name, but in the Big Lebowski, uh, um, Sam, what's his name's character? He's like... His name's like the stranger or something. He what, orders the, the sasparilla. Yeah. yeah. 
the like that's cowboy basically ass the guy otter at the is. bar. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to use so many curse words? Yeah, it's basically that guy, but like a Cheech and Chong version of that character. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be a payoff to that or if it's just like a tribute to that style of character. Yeah, or just the the mechanic of that character in general. Yeah, which was kind of bizarre because it didn't like the payoff moment for that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like any reasonable person would have understood like just think, you know, have empathy. Uh, God forbid, as a police officer, you have some kind of empathy. I mean, to be fair, he's also a police officer whose entire career so far has consisted of standing at a town gate and sometimes letting people through. Yeah. He's never had to be a detective before. But just the fact that the the idea of not thinking like someone else did not occur to him, that's pretty fucking basic for like being a detective, I would think. Yeah. And if the if the pot smoking otter can come up with it, you would hope that the detective <laughs> dog would be able to kinda of, anyway. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of weak. But every, every I like that character and I like the way that you uh voice him. But uh, I just thought Who, that was the weird. Yeah, if that doesn't have like a more concrete payoff, that'll that'll be confusing to me. But uh, I mean, that's just what Pascal, the character. I think I'm not bothered by it because that's just what Pascal does in the game. Oh, okay. Like he just comes to town and like you give him fucking seashells and shit. I forget what he gives you in return. Oh, uh, okay. He's kind of right. he's kind of like a Gulliver, except more transient. Hmm. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in again. We're sorry that um, that we've been behind on the episodes. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be back with, uh, with the finale to this saga next week. Yeah. Goodbye. See ya. Oh, you didn't do the F-I-C-C-B-O-I-Z. F-I-C-C-B-O-I-Z. We have, uh, we're on Spotify, which you're probably listening to. Uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter. I haven't, I haven't updated those. F I C C B O I Z at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. I haven't checked that in ages. F I C C B O I Z. Okay, we yep. did it. We plugged it. All right. Bye. See ya.